0: Hey guys, ECRG here, and today we're going to be talking about the struggles of dealing with global team members. Hey guys, so we're going to be talking about the struggles of dealing with global team members today. And now I know this is something that is very popular in clinical research, being on global studies, team members being over here, over there. Not just all over the US, but in other countries, Denmark, Europe, Eastern Europe, Russia, all over the world pretty much. Even countries in APAC, Australia and Pacific areas. So I know this is something that can be very difficult to manage, taking extra time to have things happen. And this is something that I am by no means an expert at, still getting used to that on a daily basis. So I'm hoping that people in the comments down below will offer their tips and strategies as well. I'm gonna detail a few here, and then I'm gonna talk about some of the challenges that it can it can present as well. Because I know we've had our share of challenges with this. One of the positives about working on a global trial is interacting with people from all different parts of the world. They bring their different perspectives and diversity. And honestly, I just love talking to people about their culture. Especially their food and you get that experience on the clinical trial and you get that experience just in life just that life experience is something I look forward to talking to people and learning about some of the struggles they go through and their food and what it's like to travel in their country so I'm gonna talk about some of the challenges here a little bit of a different video here I don't have three or four uh, succinct reasons or Strategies here. I'm just gonna do a little bit more straight talking into the microphone and Hopefully you guys like that as well one of the struggles I have with different team members all over the place is Their PTO is different than the American PTO system. So they get five weeks minimum if you're in Europe they get five weeks minimum vacation and a bunch of extra holidays that we don't get here in the States so as I'm sure a lot of you that are listening in the states know that our holidays we may have holidays but that doesn't necessarily mean that the company you work for gives you that day off. So even though it's a holiday you're still at work where the EU not when they have a holiday they're they're not working pretty much. So not only do they get 5 weeks minimum PTO, they also get all these holidays off. And that can really slow down the momentum of the trial. And momentum is huge, just in life or in clinical trials also. Um, momentum momentum is huge. So if you're working on something, you're working on something, and then half of your team is gone on vacation for a couple days, uh, that can really slow things down on your end, If you, especially if you need to check with them or the more senior people. That can really slow things down. Typically, the more experienced the person, they're going to be checking their computer and... They're, you're gonna have access to them anyway but still it's not the same as if they're in the office every day and I'm one of the people that believes that I think people need more time off I, I really do I mean life isn't just about working hard all the time and uh, you know going day in and day out going hundred percent I think I think we uh, need more time off but that's not to say that when half the team is off that it doesn't slow down the other aspects of the team, So PTO is one of the things that can definitely slow down and can be hard to manage, the differences in culture there and the differences in PTO between America and EU. Another thing that can be difficult to manage, and I'm sure this applies to both groups of people or different people from any country, is the accents. It can be hard at first until you get used to the accent, People like to talk really fast in their own language and think you understand but then you end up not really understanding them so that either causes delays because you're not really understanding what they expect from you or they may cause delays from you asking to repeat 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 over and over again whether it's in a meeting or face-to-face I think it tends to be a little bit easier to understand face-to-face because you can read their their lips as well but over the phone or in Webex you don't really have that feedback to be able to do that so not really a huge deal because you eventually you'll get used to it but it matters especially if you're if you end up taking meeting minutes uh, people talking over each other and all the accents coming into play that can be difficult for you to take meeting minutes or anyone that does a lot of writing or recording of voices that can be difficult I have worked on trials with people that are six hours ahead that's the most common so that's gonna be people in Amsterdam the Netherlands uh, europe uh pretty much yeah most many parts of europe spain london about six hours ahead so basically when i get in the office at 8 o'clock they're only there until about 11 a.m so i only get about two hours with them until they're off of work so pretty much anything that they need to sign off on or i need their input on has to wait till the next day So really I've got to be really really on top of my game and really early with everything if I want it done on time so I got to make sure that my timelines are set out in advance and they know the timelines too otherwise you're gonna be late on a lot of things if you don't have that uh, if you haven't thought about that in advance so that's another thing it's just it's just difficult and you've got to work around it so I feel like there's no easy fix Maybe I'm just not thinking of one. If you guys have any fixes down below, please don't hesitate to comment, or you can email us at eliteclinicalgroup@gmail.com. We love hearing you guys guys' feedback on these things. Um, but yeah, that's that's one of the main things. Like for example, with with the meeting minutes, if you're taking meeting minutes and everyone's updates are coming through, or you want to send out every for everyone's updates, or just with anything in general, you know, you send them out typically after 11 o'clock their time or I mean at 11 o'clock your time so they're not getting the fact that they need to respond until the very next day and then you they only get 48 hours to respond not to mention there's gonna be a whole bunch of other emails sent out from the other team members that are gonna be sitting there on their desk in their inbox uh, the next day so they may forget about the stuff that you sent for them to do so it can be it can be really tough Um, You know meeting minutes typically aren't that urgent as some other things in the trial Like if you have an SIV planned everyone's scrambling to get the study binder sent out so There can be there can be some challenges with that But I think that you just have to plan ahead and be really on top of your game In the planning department to make sure that everything gets done on time and in a timely manner It would seem really Intuitive to think that if everyone is working in the same time zone or just one hour or two hours off from each other That would be much more efficient But I'm curious to think because I've never worked on a non-global trial before I've always worked on global trials where everyone's in different time zones from each other I'm more wa- I'm wondering comment down below if you've done this if it is that much more efficient and you like it better or or it really doesn't matter either way. I think another challenge that I've noticed with having members in different time zones and all over the globe is this is that you really become one-dimensional communication you only have one method of communication and that's email because you've eliminated instant message where you can find out something instantly and you've eliminated the phone and you've eliminated WebEx as well so you really only have one method of communication so this kind of goes into if you watch my video if not you can watch it after this video on Some of the most important uh, soft skills or most important skills or something like that in clinical research and it's really communication which you got to be really good at email communication in general in clinical research but this makes it very imperative that you're good at communication in clinical research because if you are in a global study and you become one-dimensional you need to be able to really write a really good email so everyone knows what's going on so that's that's unfortunate in the global scene that you literally are limited to only a few hours of having all three methods of communication and then after that you become one-dimensional in your communication method so I'm curious to see if that really plays a huge part or if people are just generally good at emails now where it's not really that big of a deal so completely different style video this time I want you guys down below or via email to let me know your tips and tricks for managing team members in different time zones and then I'll do another video summarizing that later on I'd love to give you guys feedback um, so we'll summarize that at another date if you like this video go ahead and like it and subscribe please comment 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 down below we love your guys' comment uh, please let us know how you what you think about global uh, clinical trials and if everyone's in the same time zone or everyone's in the same uh, city or state working on a clinical trial how that affects the timelines and the ability of the team to work together you can email us at eliteclinicalgroup@gmail.com. at gmail.com once again I'm gonna say it one more time comment 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 down below we love you guys comment alright guys hit that subscribe button if you haven't already new videos all the time so you don't have to worry about that alright guys take care